0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Oh, it's another beautiful day here on the planet Earth. This is your host, Dr. Dub Carlin at the K Factor, where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. And you know, one of the most kind things that we can do in this life of our busyness, our business, and our personal life is. Spread the good news, the good word, the good works that we're doing across as wide a platform as is possible. Because when it's good, it's great. And if it's great, people need it. And if people need it, how are they going to know about it unless we bring it to them? Because in today's world, all over the planet, but I think particularly here in the United States, we are so flipping busy. We need to have people who can deliver to us on a platform that makes it as easy for us to receive them as possible. So stop and think about this. What about through webinars? What about through the Internet, just like this radio program, where it's at your leisure, it's at your discretion, it's at your time, and it's whenever and wherever you are wearing whatever you're wearing, and taking in the knowledge and processing the learning in your own zone. Well, I have to tell you what. My guest today is Chet Davis, who is one of my Philadelphia friends, I'm proud to say. And he is a major technology dude. He. I, here's my question for him today. I mean, give me a break. How in the world do you get to teach your workshops in more than forty states, all over Europe, three provinces, and have more than sixty six thousand people in your webinars? I have been doing webinars. I just did my first one. I didn't get sixty six thousand people. So, Chad, <laughs> I'm so excited you're here today. Welcome, 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 and please pour forth <laughs> your knowledge. How the heck do you wow. do this? It's amazing, and how did it all start? Let's start there from whence did you come?
0: Wow, um, well, thank you for the opportunity, Dr. Deb. I really appreciate it um i you know i think- when i when I ponder that um I think it all started way back in college i um I was actually studying radio t v broadcasting to become a broadcaster, and I was actually in a place and stepped into a role where I was able to kind of do some peer teaching with my colleagues and, yes. and i really I really enjoyed that and and some people look at me with a with a funny eye still today, but I believe between a teacher and their pupil there's there's this energy exchange, and I get oh, yeah. high on that, you know yes. and yes. I mean, when i when I see people who go – teachers, we call that the aha moment, when the, you can see the light bulb go on. Uh, I, I love got that right moment. I, I Yeah, it's it's thrilling to be part of that process that you've enabled somebody to do something that they didn't think they had the capacity to do or they really, really wanted to do but didn't know how to do it. And so yeah. that's when I got it. you know. And so I worked in radio for a couple years as a – uh, as an announcer and production and promotions. And I just said, you know, um, commercial radio, this bag's not for me for a lot of reasons. And I, I ended, I answered a one ad for like an education person at a local high school. And, and I spent 17 years teaching high school. I created a video production program and got it approved by the state. And, mm-hmm. um, Ended up doing a lot of awesome things with that, and and impacting a lot of students' lives, and them impacting my life, and that really set me on the road to to teaching technology and enabling people to do awesome stuff.
1: Oh, ah, oh. so you got hooked all over again?
0: I did, you know, and I <laughs> I went into sales um, for about ten years, selling technology, and but. During In that role, one of my things was kind of to be the evangelist for the company. And I loved mm. it. And that's where I got to – I spent a year in a motorhome with my family. We went to 40 U.S. states, and that's when I did a lot of the workshops. Um, and uh, that hands-on personal presence, I mm-hmm. loved that. I absolutely love that. But then I realized, too, about six years ago, there were people who were hungry for for more teaching, for more learning mm-hmm. opportunities. And, you know, there's only something me, and I can only be in so many places. And there's a lot of other excellent teachers out there. But I said, you know, what if I could employ technology, the thing that I'm teaching, as a way to reach out to more mm-hmm. people across borders, across time zones, and that's where a lot of the online technology started for me about six, seven years ago. And so I've been doing webinars for six years. You know, as you mentioned in the introduction this morning, I mean, one of the awesome things is I've had webinars where I've had people. I think the most is in ten different time zones, from wow. Hawaii all the way to the to to Eastern Australia. So I mean, some people wake up early, some people stay up till two a.m. because of it, and 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 I sit back and I go, how cool is that?
1: How I cool know, is it's- that? Oh, it's totally cool. Well, um. Chet, we have a lot of people in our audiences who wanna know can I do that and and how do I make it happen? And I know from from my experience of following our our mutual consultant, uh, the Harris brothers that we're we're interested we share an interest in wanting to reach these audiences and to engage them and have this be a vibrant practice a vibrant business but getting the audience it's one thing to build your platform on the social media outlets but then to get the audience to do the conversions as we say from being a fan or a person who's a friend or somebody who likes your page to doing these webinars how do you do that? I mean, you've gotten so many people attracted to you, or am I on the wrong wavelength? Are you getting people by doing other things, not social media?
0: Great question, and and, and really for me, it's um, I kind of look at my business presence um, like this awesome old California oak tree, and and what what makes the life of that oak tree sustainable over a period of time, deep roots, and by by having so many deep roots that, that can take for a lot of us, including me, some time to develop, uh, some of us in social media, um, some of us in live presence, um, and, and the social media channels or outlets that make the most sense for you. The... Um, the, the tens of thousands of learners that I've got is through online teaching, which is, is separate but kind of a companion piece. And, okay. in fact, I'm trying to remember the name of the, uh, the the organization, but it was a national speakers organization last uh, just two months ago, I think, that came out saying, you know, that um, video and online teaching is, is going to be a real thrust for authors and experts in the next couple of years, where there's going to be a great deal of potential and impact for their readers, for their audience you know for the people who who need who are hungry for their message and uh, online teaching is something I got involved with about four years ago and 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 that's an awesome experience but go back to I think the crux of your question I think part of it just comes with you know um being out there. and and getting involved in conversations to where people start uh, trusting, respecting you, if that makes sense.
1: Um, Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. And and, and that's where it started for me. And I think that's the greatest potential for webinars. I do webinars now to learn, but I also do webinars that are ways to reach out to potential new audiences and just say, hey, here's who I am. Here's how I do it. And I think this would be a value to you. Um, come mm-hmm. and join me and find out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, the the awesome potential with a webinar, especially where you have video involved, is mm-hmm. they do make eye contact, even if it's through a computer screen. They get to see who you are, even for a few moments, and they get a yeah. sense of your teaching style. You know, they get a sense yes. of what you bring to the table, which is important because if I just scream and say, hey, I've got this awesome message, you know, come come join <laughs> me now or buy it now or... People are like, well, right. who are you? I, I, there's no connection,
1: right? You know, I'm so glad to hear you say that because in the webinar series that I just did, <clears throat> I um, it was called Strength Training for Total Life Fitness, and it was it was a spinoff from my book Build the Strength Within. And what I mm-hmm. thought was, you know what? It's it's um, it's going to be summertime. I'm going to launch this program. It's going to be a series of twelve episodes that are 90 minutes each on Wednesday evenings. I picked the webinar platform, and then I decided to do it live and, of course, record it, but um, to go live on the camera. Now, I couldn't see my audience, but they could see me. And here was the thing that was so intriguing to me was the commentary that I would get from people. Oh, I love – I love your your office that you're sitting in. Oh, I see your book behind mm. you. Have you read mm. all those books? So people felt very warm towards me. And the real the real surprise, not so much of a surprise, but the real I guess validation of that reality, of that warmth being needed was when one particular evening I had a technology glitch and I was not able to be on camera. And they were so upset. It was like I wasn't uh, there, and I was uh, yeah, there, but they didn't like it. So on the recordings, it's okay, sort of, if you're not there. But, yes, I think that keeping it warm for people, we don't want to use technology if it's going to be too remote, too distant, right? Totally. And I think
0: that's a big crux, a lot of what I'm about, whether it's working with um, experts and authors, whether it's working with um, what I call grown-ups, uh, older adults, and how technology can enable them to be more connected to their families and their communities, or or people with a variety of different abilities and disabilities, is is that technology is not the end-all, man. Technology, we're not using technology for technology's sake. There's a reason we're doing it, and it's a tool. It's a way for us to communicate. It's a way for us to break down barriers and boundaries. It's a way for us to get to stuff that we didn't have the ability to otherwise. And we've yeah. got to remember that technology is that. And I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but technology is, is, is the vehicle. Don't right. ever mistake it for the end
1: all. Right, right. And don't think that when you're using technology, you don't ever have to see people again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So true, you know, and I right. think when it's when it's when it's used appropriately, yeah. uh, kind of I think what I got out of your your um, your story and your experience with your recent webinars is technology enables transparency when you allow it to. So you're, you you mm-hmm. allow those people to come into your home into your office. You know, how cool right. is that? And yeah, so, right. It really so is. Often, so often we have to, we think, well, I have to go to this studio and have this white wall and be devoid of any personality. And you know, and I, I, I get what's behind all that stuff. But I think it, it's uh, another colleague I'm working with doing a webinar. We were looking at all the places in her home, and I said, no, that's what I want because you've got the family pictures behind you. You know, you're real, you're human. We can kind of touch you.
1: Yeah, 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 I know. I love that. So tell me three tips that you have for our audience about how to do this. If somebody's sitting out there saying, well, I want to do what you're doing. I, You guys are talking about doing webinars, and you're talking about taking your passionate message and connecting with people. I want to do that. What are the three things that people need to know so that they can get going and make it happen?
0: Three things, let's see um for me, i think a big part of it is what's your passion, you know what drives you, what is there that 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 really thrills you and i I think the word passion is is as strong and as as meaningful for me as anything yeah. i think for for so many of us, we have this passion, we have this desire, we have this expertise or speciality that we love and we want to share it. Um, to hone in on that, there's a lot of, like, programs out there to help people get involved in, Internet marketing, and et cetera. And, this, and part of it is, like, well, let's find your niche. Let's find what it is you want to talk about. And I think that's fine when we want to kind of hone that. But uh-huh. I've seen some programs out there where it's like, you know, here's some things that might be profitable and people are looking for a way to make money and and, huh. and that works for some people. For yeah. me, it's like, what's that inner passion? What is there yes. that, by virtue of your life experiences or the things that you love that you just can't wait to share with the world, go with that yeah. because yeah. it allows you to be genuine and I mm-hmm. think people are yearning for that genuineness. They're learning for the connection to something real and not just the next, you know, spin doctor thing. So I, I guess that would be number one: is stay true to yourself, okay, um, and and stay true to that thing that you really love and you really want. A, and I think and believe. Lines of people. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: and believe that if you are completely jacked up about something and it has goodness, that is going to attract people to you.
0: Amen. I I can't remember who said it, but enthusiasm is contagious.
1: Yes, you know, there you go. Okay, yeah. and then what would be the second thing you would tell people?
0: The second Tip thing, number and number I'm working, yeah, there you go, door number two, is um, <laughs> I think some people who step into the kind of social media and, hey, I have to develop my platform thing, um, yeah. I'm working with a couple of colleagues right now who are like, oh, my gosh, there's there's too much. You know, I'm told I have to do this and this and this, and it's overwhelming me. And I, and I say, wait, wait, take a deep breath. <laughs> Sit back now and 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 focus your efforts on like two social media channels or outlets. Maximum of go. two. Okay. And look at the ones that make the most sense for your audience cuz some people say, "Oh, you got to be on Twitter, man. You got to be a, you got to have a channel on Instagram, you have to have a YouTube channel, you got to be on Facebook." Whoa, 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 two things. Which one are you comfortable playing with? And maybe you have yeah. to spend some time kind of playing with it and talking to your friends. Hey, do you use Facebook? Can you show me yeah. around? What's that like? And if it yeah. feels comfortable for you and you need to learn yeah. more, that's okay. But does it fit who you are? And equally important, does it fit your getting into the marketing speak here, but does it fit your target demographic? The yeah. people that are are more likely to to line up with your message, are they also playing in that sandbox? If not, then don't bother. I have one mm-hmm. colleague, she's got a great message and all kind of stuff. I know she was a guest on your program, but mm-hmm. she said, oh, somebody told me i got to be on LinkedIn. And I said, you know what? With all due respect, I don't think your target audience is there. You need to be over here on, on Facebook and Instagram. And so mm-hmm. part of it lines up with, again, you know, where are the people most likely to be? Because by by doing that shotgun approach, by, by saying, oh, i got to be in all these places, you, you're not really able to hone in and focus. And what most of the experts are saying with social media is, it's it's not the multitude of of platform reach that you have, but it's the depth. It's right. that connectedness. Can they connect with you? And here we come back to what we just talked about a minute ago, right? The the humanness. Can they right. really get a sense of who you
1: are? Right. Yes. And so that that really comes down to engagement. So your second point to people, the first one is to, to lead with what your life purpose is, really what you're passionate about, and to be enthused and to love it and to, to go into what you love because everything follows from there. And second is when you're talking about the Internet and what your platforms are going to be and you're feeling overwhelmed, take a breath. And know that you don't have to go to every party all in one night. You need to decide <laughs> best dressed up to go to and attend there. Right? <laughs> hey,
0: that's totally right. Totally right.
1: Okay, great. I love this. And then give us another third nugget because this is really good. I think that people are taking notes, and this is really dynamic and powerful. Thank you. So give us You're another right. one.
0: It just you know it, I I have a couple of them, and one just like. Came in one side of my brain and zipped out the other, so I'm going to have to recall that. Um, but <laughs> one of the, the things that, that that I'm focusing on, that I'm concentrating, oh, I just came back in, see? Um, is that a lot of people, you know, think, okay, I'm going to I'm going to put all those roots out there. I'm going to have, you know, eighty thousand followers, and then when I release my book. Everybody's going to buy it, or even if only ten percent buy it, that's eight thousand copies. That's awesome. <laughs> well, here's the thing with a lot of today's social media outlets is, yeah. is who really who really owns your channel, your message, and you're, people are like, what do you mean, Chad? What do you mean? Well, on Facebook, I've got you know a Facebook personal profile, I have a Facebook business page, but you know what? Yeah. I don't. I own the content. I have the rights to the content, but Mark Zuckerberg and his team actually own my channel. So mm-hmm. tomorrow, Facebook could decide to totally change how they do everything. And mm-hmm. all of those people I'm connected with on Facebook, I don't mm-hmm. have the ability to connect with them anymore.
1: And well, we don't have like, their what? email addresses. Bingo. So that's,
0: I mean, ultimately every single thing you do on every social media channel, every time you go to speak, uh, every radio show you go on, whatever, should be directing people back to your website or some means to collect their email so you are in charge of that conversation. So you have the ability to reach out and share with your tribe, with your group, the great stuff you have to offer the world.
1: You know what, That that is a huge tip because me included, people get lost thinking that the social media platform is what we're really building. No, that really is just the threshold that we're walking across. It's a big threshold. But the real platform is that email address so that we have a way to directly communicate with those people out there in the ethers.
0: That's right. That's
1: right. Another way to look at it is like it's it's a game of
0: tennis. And, you know, there's there's two of us uh, on the court with our rackets, and and I love playing tennis. And, yeah. uh, you know, I in social media, to you, and I hope you hit it back, and I'm still standing there. But if, if I have <laughs> – because <laughs> the person got involved in another game, or, you know, they had to take a water break or whatever. I'm sure they want to come back and play with me, but who knows when. But when, when oh, I have your hilarious. email address – Yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've I got your,
1: such – Visual of it, that is hysterical. <laughs> yeah. I can hit In the By the way, ball back again I've been I'm the schmuck that. who's standing there. I've got on the perfect tennis outfit. I've got <laughs> great jacket, The weather's perfect. But you know, the courts are clean. There's no distraction. I've hit the ball, and I'm standing there, racket ready, and I volleyed it out there, and I'm standing there. It's getting dark. It's starting to rain. <laughs> Yes, you're right, and it takes a long time to understand that you have to do things to make people show up and volley back to you. It's actually, I think, on our social media platforms here at at Partners in Excellence, I think it's taken us um, about two years, maybe a year and a half, to really find... The sweet spot in our content, so that we get engagement with people, and I'm feeling more athletic on those mm-hmm. platforms. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's a great. But word. even yeah.
1: then, so those are three fabulous tr- uh, tips. Even then, you have to work so hard to take people from like to over to your email to you know to your website so that you can capture their email so that they can give you their email so that you can engage so that they will then look at what you have for sale so that they will then mm-hmm. consider it so they will then make the purchase it's a long cycle it's like seven steps that have to be strategic and thought filled right
0: totally totally in
1: fact a lot of marketing research suggests You know, even in the
0: traditional channels of of commerce, it's between five and seven touches, if you will, before someone's ready to make a purchase. So that's, you know, what you said is very consistent across traditional sales cycles. Um, Well, one
1: of the... Yeah, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. I was
0: going to say the... um, the, um, And I think webinars are a way, and I'm not saying webinars is, you know, it's like this magic panacea that's going to work for everybody, but I think webinars, the reason a lot of people are getting into them, they're a way to shorten that sales cycle because rather than reading articles, again, it's that, the, the eye contact thing that a lot of studies are saying is very, very important to to build that trust factor. And, you know, one of the phrases we keep hearing is people will buy from you when they know, like, and trust you. and. Yeah by By sitting in a session with you, they feel like i mean how many people how many times have we heard people say, "Oh, you know that celebrity wouldn't do that. I know they wouldn't, like I know them because I've seen them in the movies or I've seen them on their daily talk show, and so right. that 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 seeing thing there's this belief that we're more connected when when that occurs, and so I think that gives us the edge, if you will, to shorten that cycle.
1: I really like that. And you know, one of the things that that I I've, I've had a lot of conversations or it seems like I've had a lot of conversations over the last year and a half or so about with people is people getting frustrated. I mean, the all the social media and actually email and the internet is still pretty new in our culture. Kids who are in their 20s have always known it. Those of us who are beyond 40 know what life was like before the Internet, before email, before certainly any social media platform even existed in our imagination, let alone in reality. And and so many of the conversations have been with people about how I just don't like the impersonal nature of of texting and emails and you can't really feel a person's tone and i find myself saying actually you can what we're invited to do is to tap into another element of our human condition and figure out how to warm up our communication and be more thought-filled i think so that in an email feeling my my emotion and feeling my sincerity and and same with the text i mean i think even those silly emoticons
0: <laughs>
1: really help you know when somebody gets a text from you and you've got smiley faces and hearts on it or praying hands or daisies or a frown face or, or a thundercloud they're kind of getting what you're what you're trying to communicate right
0: <laughs> definitely definitely i think it's a, it's it's modifying our, our language or our way of communicating with each other, for sure.
1: So, Chet, and, are you for are you for sale? Do you <laughs> do you sell yourself to things? And what what can people learn from you if you are for sale? What do you sell us? Sure. Do I have
0: time for one of the quick tips that I wanted to throw out?
1: Absolutely. I, you know, I'm so jacked up in this conversation and so eager to to pull all of you forward. I'm I'm pushing too hard. So yes, take me back. <laughs> um I'm gonna get a the bonus tip. And this
0: there you go. Bonus tip number four Ding! is um <laughs> something I learned personally firsthand yeah. this, this last year is um I have this sense is like okay I've got this awesome great stuff and I wanna get it out there and I know people will really be hungry for it. But there was this part of me is like um You know, I think it's an exchange of values, and and I I, I want to continue to make a good living by doing it. So part of me is kind of like protecting it. And and there's a a colleague who I've been working with for some period of time, for a number of years, and um, this person was launching a new online course and asked me to be an affiliate for him and said, hey, would you share with your tribe, with your audience, um, this new class I'm launching? And I was like... Oh, that's awesome. But I said, wait a minute. You're doing yeah. something, you're releasing something and I want to do something very similar this fall. And it's it has to do with iPhone photography by the way, which is one of my passions. And Oh, uh, cool. I
1: love iPhone photography. And and he and
0: and I thought for a second, well wait a minute, what if I if I if I turn all these people onto this person, you know, and I'm am I cutting the rope or cutting the opportunities from me to do, you know, something really valuable this fall. And I said, take a deep breath, because one of the things I've learned uh, in, in the program that I'm um, a, a colleague of yours with is, um, you know, alliances are are huge, strategic alliances and partners, even if they could be traditionally competitors. And so I I took a big swallow and I said, give it a try, Chad. It's kind of against where you think you might be feeling, but I was feeling with my head and not my heart. And so I I, I did, and I participated in that. And today I'm wearing uh, a stylish Apple watch that I absolutely love that was paid for entirely by my participation in that program by being an affiliate. And it didn't diminish my capacity to do something more, you know. So um, that was a, a good lesson for me. So what I would share is look for opportunities to be a partner, to be an affiliate with other individuals out there or other entities out there because you may be helping their tribe be more successful. And in the long run, you're helping yourself and getting your message out there.
1: Yes, I love that. I I really do love that. You know, I think that one of the things that is a beautiful tip. One of the things that that I think is so important inside of that and people talk about the abundance model all over the place to the part to the point where some people are rolling their eyes saying, If I hear about abundance anymore I'm gonna I'm gonna scream and I, and I understand that because it's touted, and there's and there are people who talk about it, and they either they hear it and they don't have the readiness factor for it, or there are people who are talking about it and they're not actually spot on when they're when they're communicating. Mm. But the real truth about abundance is just don't be selfish. Really trust that it is so good, whatever the it is, whether it's your sharing or somebody else sharing, if it's really good, it's gonna blossom. You can't have too many flowers in your garden, right?
0: Amen to that. Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. So I love that you shared that and especially that it's a success story. So when people are when people are looking um Chet for those kinds of opportunities how do you suggest that they sort of vet the person or or seek out what that is or or mm-hmm. wait how does that happen uh,
0: for me um and and this feels really good to me and so that's why I'm comfortable sharing it with uh with the audience today and i think it's just who i am and it, and it fits with that genuineness is i feel like i have to have known that individual that entity um for for at least some time enough to have a good sense of who they are and what they're about and yeah. and participate in the program or have participated with their um their efforts whether it's been you know blog posts or radio shows or or books or training programs or live workshops whatever to where I really have a solid sense, you know, this person's the real deal, and I've gotten yeah. value out of it, so I'm a hundred percent cool about passing it on to the people that trust me. And so yeah. I don't look for those affiliates as like, you know, I, oh look, I found this on the internet. This person's looking to make a whole bunch of money, and I can too. If, if I don't know anything about them, I, I I feel like the people that have connected with me trust me, and I'm yeah going to blow that. Up. I'm not gonna blow it. So I'm only gonna participate with those who I feel like there's this mutual. So I've got some high profile individuals on my on my wish list that I'm gonna be sharing the stage with someday. And and it's because I've 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 enjoyed and I've benefited from what they bring to the world and I would mm-hmm. love to do it in kind.
1: I love that. And you know, the thing that is so beautiful about the internet is that in my in my observation, we really do get to see one another. I mean, is there fraud on the internet? Yeah, but it's really kind of easy to spot. And when 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 um when I look around the internet and look at the work that I've done uh, for about the last 15 years of building websites, having websites, looking at who has been consistently out there, there's about a dozen people who have been forerunners and really developed a lot in the way of the platforms, the social media, the best practices, the webinar formats, the the uh, teleseminar formats. And you see them consistently, and by the way, some of them are almost retired. They're still young in their 40s, but they really caught – the attention of so many millions of people that they've set themselves up into other dimensions so that the Internet is is um, still a part of their platform. I'm talking about guys like Alex Mendozian who first came out doing teleseminars and Frank Kern who came out talking about mailing systems. And, um, you know, guys, they followed Tony Robbins, but Tony Robbins was really sort of VHS videotapes and cassette tapes before the internet was really alive he took what he taught and then we got people like Amy Porterfield who came out who does all the best practices for Facebook and had worked for Tony Robbins to kind of introduce him as a guy now in his 50s who needed to learn all about this and she came in with a younger perspective and growing into the middle of it so it's really kind of easy don't you think to to identify who the credible experts are
0: Totally, totally, and yeah. I think um, you know, especially in, in the other great opportunity, like you, you know, what we're doing today is is radio or podcasting. You, there's a lot of material out there by folks. You can you can partake of several programs, several episodes, several sessions, and I think yeah. start to get a real sense of you know, does this jive with me? Does this do I click with this person? Both the message yeah. and kind of who you feel they are.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I like the um the reality of my platforms now having substance in addition to longevity. I was I was looking at our Blog Talk Radio platform here and the unbelievable number of episodes that we've done and the beautiful list of guests that we've had now adding you to it. So that people can come and see this is not something that I just stepped into and I've done for three or four different times. We've been here for a long time and right. and loving it and, and having such a wonderful time at being able to give people more exposure. And then these episodes on Block Talk Radio, not only do they live forever on the platform here on Block Talk Radio, but they're automatically uploaded to iTunes. So every guest, and we blast it out to every one of our social media platforms, and we're on every one of them except for Instagram, and I think Snapper or whatever, (laughs) whatever snappy thing it is. But we also put it into our blogs. And so there's there's a, a legacy effect, and I love that. And it helps everybody, us included, it helps everybody with the search engines because of the way that we, we list it, use the keywords, and try to help with everybody's presence. So you should see an uptick in your um, Internet authority with doing mm-hmm. this. So I'm always looking for what's the payback for who our guests are.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, totally. I, like you said, I mean, it's, you know, it, 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 it's, 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 thickening my roots or adding new roots to that to that massive oak tree. So, yeah, it, it, it's awesome. It's awesome. And so that's, you know, that I mean that's there's our fifth bonus tip from from Dr. Devin and Chet is when you can participate <laughs> more in opportunities like this, you're growing those roots. And yeah. and 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 more people have a sense to connect with you and 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 learn about you and hear who you are. And and I think that's the awesome value that technology affords us whether we're Um, you know, a a grandma whose family has moved away and you're in the inner city, technology can help you to connect, not in a human way. It can never replace a human touch, but there's ways you can stay connected so you're not just a shut-in. You know, children with autism are connecting using it. I'm going off on a whole other topic, but I'm just so excited about what technology enables us as humans to do in today's planet.
1: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. So let's go back to the question that I threw out too abruptly and give you an opportunity. You are a businessman, and there are things that you do in order to run your business that involve opportunities for our listening audience. So if people get excited during this interview and want to find you, where do they find you, and what do you offer them if they want to become a student or a customer of some sort? Sure, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this in two ways, if I might. One one I'm gonna put on
0: my 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 guest hat for today and stay true to the message that you and I have been talking about, and I'll do that first. And that okay. I could now list my Facebook page and my Twitter account and my Instagram and my my Pinterest and my YouTube channel and all these different things, and that yeah. will give you the listener a choice. But that would be a mistake. Because remember, Dr. Deb and I were talking about the most important thing you can do is to drive people to a longer-term relationship through your email contact list. So I'm taking off the the guest hat now, and 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 I'm back fully on his chat and say, the way that I would love to connect with you is directly through my website. If you go to yourtechnologytutor.com, no hyphens, no spaces, yourtechnologytutor.com, in the yeah. upper right hand corner is a place to enter your first name and your email address and um that will enable us to have regular conversations so i do a monthly email magazine kind of on all different kinds of tech tips and i'll be mentioning my um hands-on workshops as well as my online classes so uh, a couple things that i have in the works that i'm really excited about is um my Book, uh, forthcoming book uh, is called Practicing Safe Tech, and it it deals with helping those of us who are not like IT professionals how we can maintain safety and security for ourselves, our family, and our and our and our businesses in in the world of the internet when there are potentially so many pitfalls and pratfalls. How we can stay safe out there. Actually, by signing up with your, your email address in that box I mentioned on the website, um, there is what I call a freemium or a free premium offer. You're going to get a little very, very short kind of an e-book, an eight-page thing on suggestions for maintaining secure passwords that won't drive you crazy but mm. will be very secure. So some of the other mm-hmm. things that I've got going this fall is I'm going to be launching um, some some hands-on workshops for authors and experts, Um essentially a tech boot camp where folks can come together in a variety of cities across, uh, the country. And in two days, walk away with, uh, they, they have created a a Facebook page, a YouTube channel and built their, uh, email funnel using MailChimp. Mm. So, you know, that's the, that's kind of where I'm at, Deb, That I think is a sweet spot is, um, there's people, like you said, have been doing this for a longer time than I've been involved in Internet marketing, and I have a great deal of respect for those folks. And mm-hmm. and their message is true and, and ones that you should participate in and learn from. I think one of the values I offer is kind of when the rubber meets the road. So I have these theoretical ideas. I have an idea of what I need to do, but how do I do it, Chet? So that's where I help people actually – implement those things, take those conceptual ideas, take their their long-term strategies, and help them mm-hmm. bring them to life. So mm. that I've, I've got an, a new class on iPhone photography that I'll be launching this fall, and I'll mm-hmm. be having a free webinar in September, um, Preserving Your Family Memories. So Ooh. a lot of people have... You know, whether they're digital or maybe you've got a lot of photo albums at home or maybe VHS tape or eight millimeter films of your, your parents and mm-hmm. grandparents, how can you preserve them over time? Because that's such an important thing for us.
1: Oh. That is beautiful. And how are people going to find out when to get into that? Because boy, we're into we're into August now. September's just a moment away. Are you going to advertise that on your website?
0: It is, and it'll be included in my monthly easing. So if if folks Share their email address at that yourtechnologytutor.com, dot com, then they'll mm. get advised of, of of when that's up and coming for sure.
1: Well, I can hardly wait to do that. I have got a trunk full. <laughs> mm. a I
0: mean, I've got I've
1: got I've got literally two bookcases filled with photo albums, but I've got a trunk full, a trunk mm. that's. The foot of the bed that is that wide and that tall that is filled with photographs, and I keep thinking, <laughs> I do, uh, I make a sign of the cross and I do a hail mary over it every now and again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, what, keep
1: these protected; they're uh, precious. So I'm going to be in that, definitely. in that, well, yeah, that event. Well, the cool thing about, like,
0: about doing that when we do that too, the nice thing about it, it's, I, I, I think it's cathartic as well. It's, it's a great form. Of of therapy to go back and look at those, it rekindles all kinds of things.
1: Maybe sometimes oh, yeah.
0: things we need to work through, but it's it's. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when a lot of my family members have passed away, I've I've chosen to do um, a video memorial for them and share that at the you know at the reception following a, a, a memorial service, and it's been very cathartic for me to go through those and 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 share that. It's a gift that other people enjoy. But for me, I'm the one that gets all the value from. It. It's it been awesome. So those those kinds yeah, of is. things, uh, and and today's tools are. are it, that's the other thing that is is that I think there's a lot of technology training. It's like, well, just do this, this, and this, and people are like, well, wait a minute, I I, I you you didn't tell me. So I I approach technology with the experience of a successful classroom teacher. Mm-hmm. That I get, I, I'm very, I can pick up something pretty darn quick and learn it. And, and, and you know, my wife calls, I can support, help. And, and I can help those kind of things. But I can yeah. go back and say, okay, if you are new to this, if you've never seen this before, okay, if you're a mm-hmm. 65-year-old man and it's like this is your first experience with a computer and an iPad, what's that going to be like for you? And I can mm-hmm. present it in a way that people are more apt to be successful with it. So that's what I thrill. That's my thrill is, is enabling those kind of things to happen.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I love that that's perfect well I'll tell you what this has been absolutely fabulous you are a great guest I would love to have you back on again so we could do another reminder for people about whatever event you've got coming up and we can get people signed up so that they get the experience and they get the benefit of you I am going to go to your website on the back end of this interview this morning and so tell our audience again one more time chet the name of your website and I'm gonna go ahead and blast it out on our social media.
0: Great. It's your Y O U R TechnologyTutor dot com. Your technology dot com.
1: Great. That is gonna go out on our social media in a matter of moments. YourTechnologyTutor.com, and well, I'll tell you what, Chet, you've been a great guest. Thanks so much for being here with us today. This has been absolutely fabulous, and I will look forward to talking with you again soon and, and making plans for what we can do in the future together. Thanks for being a guest with I, us today.
0: Thank you for the opportunity, Deb. I really enjoyed it.
1: Okay, you bet. Take good care. Friends, that was Fabulous. I really enjoy when I have a guest on who is so passionate about what they do and where they come from in terms of their work and how they've made all this a possibility, how it is that they've flourished in their career because of the work that they do, doing what they love. It's so exciting. Chet Davis is the real deal, friends. He is good, he is ethical, he is honest, he is smart, he is a terrific human being, and I encourage you to go to yourtechnologytutor.com, be sure to come back here to Log Talk Radio, with me, your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, at the K-Factor, where K equals kindness, and the factors are all the things that lead to it, have a great day, take good care of yourself.